0: book 6 chapter 8 of amelia volume 2 this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by k hand amelia volume 2 by henry fielding book 6 chapter 8 containing some unaccountable behavior in mrs ellison mrs ellison made her entrance at the end of the preceding discourse at her first appearance she put on an unusual degree of formality and reserve but when amelia had acquainted her that she designed to accept the favor intended her she soon began to alter the gravity of her muscles and presently fell in with that ridicule which booth thought proper to throw on his yesterday's behavior the conversation now became very lively and pleasant in which booth having mentioned the discourse that passed in the last chapter and having greatly complimented mrs Bennet's speech on that occasion mrs ellison who was as strenuous an advocate on the other side began to rally that lady extremely declaring it was a certain sign that she intended to marry again soon married ladies cries she i believe sometimes think themselves in earnest in such declarations though they are oftener perhaps meant as compliments to their husband but when widows exclaim loudly against second marriages i would always lay a wager that the man if not the wedding day is absolutely fixed on mrs bennett made very little answer to this sarcasm indeed she had scarce opened her lips from the time of mrs ellison's coming into the room and had grown particularly grave at the mention of the masquerade amelia imputed this to her being left out of the party a matter which is often no small mortification to human pride and in a whisper asked mrs ellison if she could not procure a third ticket to which she received an absolute negative during the whole time of mrs bennet's stay which was above an hour afterwards she remained perfectly silent and looked extremely melancholy this made amelia very uneasy as she concluded she had guessed the cause of her vexation in which opinion she was the more confirmed from certain looks of no very pleasant kind which mrs bennet now and then cast on mrs ellison and the more than ordinary concern that appeared on the former lady's countenance whenever the masquerade was mentioned and which unfortunately was the principal topic of their discourse for mrs ellison gave a very elaborate description of the extreme beauty of the place and the elegance of the diversion when Mrs. Bennet was departed, Amelia could not help again soliciting Mrs. Ellison for another ticket, declaring she was certain Mrs. Bennet had a great inclination to go with them, but Mrs. Ellison again excused herself from asking it of his lordship. "'Besides, madam,' says she, "'if I would go thither with Mrs. Bennet, which I own to you I don't choose, as she is a person whom nobody knows, I very much doubt whether she herself would like it, for she is a woman of a very unaccountable turn.' all her delight lies in books and as for public diversions i have heard her often declare her abhorrence of them what then said amelia could occasion all that gravity from the moment the masquerade was mentioned as to that answered the other there is no guessing. you have seen her altogether as grave before now she hath had these fits of gravity at times ever since the death of her husband poor creature cried amelia i heartily pity her for she must certainly suffer a great deal on these occasions i declare i have taken a strange fancy to her perhaps you would not like her so well if you knew her thoroughly answered mrs ellison she is upon the whole but of a whimsical temper and if you will take my opinion you should not cultivate too much intimacy with her i know you will never mention what i say but she is like some pictures which please best at a distance amelia did not seem to agree with these sentiments and she greatly importuned mrs ellison to be more explicit but to no purpose she continued to give only dark hints to mrs Bennet's disadvantage and if she ever let drop something a little too harsh she failed not immediately to contradict herself by throwing some gentle commendations into the other scale so that her conduct appeared utterly unaccountable to amelia and upon the whole she knew not whether to conclude mrs ellison to be a friend or enemy to mrs Bennet during this latter conversation booth was not in the room for he had been summoned downstairs by the sergeant who came to him with news from murphy whom he had met that evening and who assured the sergeant that if he was desirous of recovering the debt which he had before pretended to have on booth he might shortly have an opportunity for that there was to be a very strong petition to the board the next time they sat murphy said further that he need not fear having his money for that to his certain knowledge the captain had several things of great value and even his children had gold watches this greatly alarmed booth and still more when the sergeant reported to him from murphy that all these things had been seen in his possession within a day last past he now plainly perceived as he thought that murphy himself or one of his emissaries had been the supposed madman and he now very well accounted to himself that in his own mind for all that had happened conceiving that the design was to examine into the state of his effects and to try whether it was worth his creditor's while to plunder him by law at his return to his apartment he communicated what he had heard to amelia and mrs ellison not disguising his apprehensions of the enemy's intentions but mrs ellison endeavored to laugh him out of his fears calling him faint-hearted and assuring him he might depend on her lawyer till you hear from him said she you may rest entirely contented for take my word for it no danger can happen to you of which you will not be timely apprised by him and as for the fellow that had the impudence to come into your room if he was sent on such an errand as you mention i heartily wish i had been at home i would have secured him safe with a constable and have carried him directly before justice thresher i know that justice is an enemy to bailiffs on his own account this heartening speech a little roused the courage of booth and somewhat comforted amelia though the spirits of both had been too much hurried to suffer them either to give or receive much entertainment that evening which mrs ellison perceiving soon took her leave and left this unhappy couple to seek relief from sleep that powerful friend to the distressed though like other powerful friends he is not always ready to give his assistance to those who want it most six, chapter eight